Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, board-certified urologist and founder of NAU Urology Specialists. I'm joined today, as I am always, with my wonderful co-host, Donna Lee. Hey, everybody. I'm Donna Lee, the one you're here to listen to. And uh, that's what a lot of our listeners and a lot of our patients say. Mm-hmm. They love Donnelly. That's right. Thank you. Do people really call you on the phone? Yeah, I get calls a lot. I get a lot of calls from the call center when they're talking to a patient. And that's what you can do too. That's right. And I love seeing you. When you tell me that you listen to the show, you almost get special VIP treatment. I thought you were going to say you would get a spanking. No. Why did I think that? The sp- word... I thought you were going to There's say no spanking. Special VIP treatment. <laughs> you get a special spanking from Dr. Yes, Mystery. Yes. If you call for a different kind of appointment, you can also get a spanking. <laughs> from Donna Lee. Hey, hey. for free. <laughs> Donna, how do people get an appointment with us? You can call us or get your free spanking by calling 512-238-0762. I'll give you a virtual spanking. And our website is armormenshealth.com. You can email as well to armormenshealth at gmail.com. And we are in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs. Texas. Your questions really drive this show. Donna, what's our next question? You said it was long and deep. It was long and deep. That's what she said. And here we go. This is from a younger man, a gentleman in his 20s. I've been having intermittent but progressively worsening low libido issues since probably about a month ago. I wanted to address this um, because my physical desire has been so low. Over the last few months, there's been a pattern of very low libido. It magically returns for a few days, then disappears again for several weeks, seemingly disappearing for a longer period each time. This sounds like a puzzle. I'm a healthy 25-year-old man living with his girlfriend. Uh, We had a healthy and active sexual relationship for the first year of our relationship, but since moving in together this past year, the desire from my side has become much more infrequent. Uh, He also said not such a decline in desire for her. My life is pretty low stress beyond being a relatively healthy man. I have no major stressors in my life. What could be causing this? And then he also goes into his doctor started him on vitamin D. So he's been taking that for a while and his moods improved, but not his libido. And he's wondering if this is a psychological issue. So um, in our clinic... Maybe his girlfriend's ugly. (laughs) Very good. We lost one more listener. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. He's obviously (laughs) listening to it with his girlfriend. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Donna. I'm sure they're both very hot. They're very hot. (laughs) So when it comes to erectile dysfunction and low libido in young men, Mm -hmm. we treat that very different than older men. Right. Because older men, the problem becomes hormonal like most of the time, mm-hmm. and psychological less of the time. Okay. But in younger men, psychological issues can play a very big role. And so we'll first start with the chicken and egg phenomenon. Okay. What's the chicken? The chicken is his low libido. And what's the egg? The egg is... Erectile dysfunction. Oh. Because yeah. in the I was end... I say psychological, but yeah. In the end, if you can push rope, you can push rope, right? So what like, does that mean? That means that if you don't have a great erection, then you're not that bothered by your low libido. So you can push rope. Is the rope your penis? That's correct. So you're, the rope is a non, it's a not hard penis. Well, the joke is you can't push rope. Okay. But if you are good enough <laughs> to push rope, that, so that, weird. Means, that means your rope is erect enough to be just fine, but maybe you're not into it. Okay. And you can't be into it for several reasons. Number mm. one is your desire for your mate is not very high. Number two is your desire for sex isn't very high. 
Number three is that your erections aren't very strong, so you feel kind of inadequate, and so it can like feed onto a lack of libido. Um, there can be a number of things, including hypoorgasmia, which is that when you actually orgasm, it doesn't feel as good. And so what this listener didn't tell us is any medicines he's on. So, uh, you know, starting Lexapro or something for anxiety or even Adderall I've seen many times uh, leading to this problem. Uh, if the listener is smoking a lot of marijuana, he may notice that his libido is dropping as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's many, like, neurochemical reasons why libido can drop. So when it comes to a young person with low libido, we treat that very differently. Okay. Uh, we check for a hormone called prolactin. Prolactin is a hormone that is in the brain made by the pituitary gland. And if it's high, it can drop your, uh, your sexual desire mm -hmm. and it can make your erections not as firm. Now, it is, it is actually the rare patient that tells me, I'm not into it, but my erections are rock hard. Like, like that. Yeah, never heard that. Yeah, yeah, that consequence is a little weird because even a 20-year-old, if you're not into it, You're not into it. Right. And so... It's probably like a porn star problem. This is a chicken and egg phenomenon. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we have to fix the erections. Mm -hmm. So why would a 20-year-old have poor erections? So hormonal problems are one. Mm -hmm. um, there can be blood flow issues. We would ask incredibly about pelvic floor issues. So okay. in, our, in our family of providers here, we have two pelvic floor physical therapists mm -hmm. who help improve your blood flow to your penis through pelvic floor relaxation. Who are they, Donna? Their names are Mary Vovis, Dr. Mary Vovis, and Dr. Colette Roden, and they're both amazing humans. And and we have lots of patients that are young with ED, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And low libido. Yep. And if you need a therapist, do we have some, like, any help with that? Rhymes with smex therapists. We have sex therapists on site with The Center for Relationships. And so, like, it's important that you realize that if you go to a urologist that doesn't have all of these resources, they're only going to have, you know, a couple of different bullets for your problem. Mm -hmm. They're going to give you Viagra or Cialis and just say, good luck. And uh, those medications are going to be the wrong way to address low libido mm -hmm. in young men. Okay. You need to be treated with a psychological therapist, a pelvic floor physical therapist, Make sure that your ancillary hormones are normal. And then make sure that your medications and other issues in your life are not playing a role. Where does testosterone uh, play into this for a younger man? It's a great question. So usually if their libido is off and on, mm -hmm. then usually it's a pelvic floor issue. Okay. Even though this particular listener says that he doesn't have any stress in his life. Yeah. Like... That must But, be nice. Yeah, that must be nice. <laughs> We always find that weird when our listeners say that to us. Yeah. <laughs> I got no stress in my life. That must be nice. Right. Um, so in a, in a young man, oftentimes how their pelvic floor or how the muscles of their pelvis that goes from the abdomen or belly button to the hips to the lower back are interacting with one another, they will have intermittent blood flow that goes to the penis when they have you know, sexual desire. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it's very important that we know that that's consistent over time okay, and not, in, you know, like have an off and on to it. And so what, what patients like this often have is a prior history of bedwetting or a some kind of orthopedic issue, you know, ankle, knee, hip, oh. uh, lower back issues. 
and they'll find that their ability to have an erection is different based mm-hmm. upon their desire. And so, and although not necessarily for this pa- this particular listener, mm-hmm. a lot of times young people especially confuse libido and erectile function. They confuse oh, the two issues. That's the chicken egg thing. The chicken and egg. Mm-hmm. So they think of their their lack of ability to get a hard erection to be a issue with their desire. Now, for those of us that are older men, this listener's whole story sounds very like contrived, right? Oh, really? I moved in with my girlfriend, <laughs> and now I have no desire. <laughs> I mean, you understand when you buy the cow. You know what I'm saying? And so so there's also this issue <laughs> of of achieving your goal <laughs> and perhaps not as being as motivated to, you know, kind of achieve that goal. So mm-hmm. again, it's not meant as an insult, but like this this mantra of like once you have something, perhaps you desire something less mm. is not without some some true value. So you're saying he should have an affair with a hot no, girl? No, see, no, 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 his, no, 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 his no, 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 no. He should have a long, committed relationship, you know, based. He's not married her yet. What if she's a whore and he's never going to marry her? That is a very wrong statement. Do you understand? We lost another listener. <laughs> we lost saying. three listeners. Every woman listening to the show agrees with me that he is moving in with her. He probably should have put a ring on it, but he didn't. He just he should have put a ring on it. He's just moving his rope around and no, it's not working. He can't push it. He's worried about it. <laughs> Donna, you're fired. That is wrong. <laughs> I can't believe we use these words. <laughs> anyway, that's what we do on the show. We try to give you a dose of reality. That's right. And, you're welcome. Uh, and Donna was going to cut me off from this show. She uh-huh. felt like I was not like, you know, like ready for it. You're too tired after but, all the surgery. But now you know that you're the one that's cut off. I'm the problem, as Taylor Swift <laughs> says. It's me. It's I'm me. I'm the problem. Donna, uh, how do we get more listeners or more complaints? <laughs> Calls about uh, moving your rope around. What is that again? Pushing, pushing your, rope. You can push your rope at 512-238-0762. Our website is armormenshealth.com. <laughs> We're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, and you can file your complaints to nunyabusiness.com. And our new co-host <laughs> will be Taylor Perrin. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my co-host, the wonderful, beautiful, talented, and very secretive, Donnelly. Hey, wait, what? <laughs> I'm very secretive? Yeah, that's right. I'll just take the beautiful part. Thank you. We never see your secrets, Donna. No. I tell everyone my secrets on the show and you don't tell anyone. You tell your zero people your secrets on the show and I have no secrets. Well, this is a men's health show. It's brought to you by <laughs> NAU Urology Specialist. This is the practice that I started in 2007. Old man walking. I'm an old man walking now. Uh, I used to think that I was young, uh-huh. but I no longer think so. I'm mid-career, they say. We all used to think we were young. Hmm. And then time kicks you in the ass and then we're all mid-career that's right so those of you that are mid-career and worrying about your urologic issues can feel free to talk to us about your urologic conditions mm-hmm. donna how do people get a hold of us you can reach out to us during the week at 512-238-0762 and ask for me or you can visit our website armormenshealth.com you can submit your questions there so we have all these amazing questions to answer anonymously or you can just check us out physically by visiting our locations in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, but don't be a stalker. And uh, Armor Men's Health is spelled A-R-M-O-R. Because I misspelled it when I bought the website. Yeah. 
A-R-M-O-R. It is spelled that way sometimes, but the more popular way of spelling it is the English way, I suppose, of A-R-M-O-U-R. And by the way, we have that email address. So if you send an email to armormenshealth at gmail.com on either spelling, I'll get the email. Spectacular. Mm-hmm. And we are Republicans around here, so <laughs> we know that we spell it the American way. <laughs> A-R-M-O-R, baby. Uh, what's the next question? Make America pee again. Um, okay, this one is a good one because I don't understand any of it, but it's going to be urological speak to you. Let's do it. I had a cystocele repaired. It was for two months ago. Then it came back worse than before. I told my MD that I felt the surgery didn't work, but he said that it did, and now I have a rectocele. Are these words making sense to you? These are words. Okay. I would like to get rid of the rectocele, but I am afraid the bladder will come back out my belly button or someplace else. My question is, can a rectocele or cystocele be repaired and have it hold? Thank you very much. It's a great question. So this is not a man. Correct. It is a woman who does not want to be named, but this is an anonymous show. So we are doing a... That's, That's what, what she, she said, said segment. Okay. And so, you know what's unfortunate <laughs> about women? The things deal come, with men? Things come out of their vaginas. <laughs> like, like babies? It's so, it, it, things come out of their vaginas, like babies and their bladder and their rectum and their uterus. It's, it, it is really unfair. Is that what a rectocele is? Yeah, a rectocele is the rectum. When the rectum comes out of the vagina? That's correct. Good Lord. I know. That is disgusting. It's terrible. And so the oh, bladder my. coming out of the vagina is called a cystocele. Why isn't it called a bladocele? <laughs> because we like big words. <laughs> I like big words and it's I like them hard. hard. <laughs> uh, so if you are a woman and your insides are coming outsides, mm. uh, that or could be something called a woman? pelvic floor prolapse. And honestly, whether you identify a woman or not, like if you don't have a vagina... Or a uterus. It's not happening. It's not happening. Okay. So um, this poor lady had her bladder come out of her, and then somebody repaired it, and then it came back. Mm. And the most common reason for that is because the doctor that did it did not use mesh, M-E-S-H. Oh. And mesh is a scary word. It is. It's a lawsuit word. word. It's a lawsuit word. And the reason that mesh was ever used is because if you don't use mesh, the thing comes back. What is the mesh made of? The mesh is made of like a, a fake substance, a polypropylene mesh, uh-huh. that will then kind of keep your insides inside. Okay. But if it's not put in properly, then it can erode. It can, it can work its way out of your natural tissue. Uh. And it's probably the right thing that these meshes were taken off the market because oh. some people didn't use them right. Okay. And so... If you have a cystocele, which means that your bladder is coming out of your vagina or dropping into your vagina, symptoms can include urgency, frequency. They can include urinary tract infections, incomplete emptying of your bladder, Mm -hmm. blood in the urine. And so the repair is fairly straightforward. Okay. And in the old days, if you fixed it without mesh, it would last maybe five or seven years and then would come back. Oh, okay. That's not too long. Because to fix it, you're just... Pulling together tissue that's native in your own body. Okay, making like a wrapping it with the mesh. And you, no, without mesh. Oh, I see. And so, but if you're using your own tissue, which is already weak, mm-hmm. it's going to get weaker and you're going to get the thing back. Oh, boy. But sometimes when you, just like a balance beam, right? Like mm-hmm. if you fix one thing, something something else can go wrong. So fixing a, a cystocele and then getting a rectocele later is mm. not uncommon. 
Like it happens. You know, this is a, it's a balance wheel. And so what we do in our practice is we do something called an abdominal sacrocolpopexy, ASC. Okay. We do it robotically. And uh, essentially, if you think of your vagina as a sock. That's terrible. Sock. Yeah, that's terrible. My vagina is the, a sock. the top of the sock and we fix it to the sacrum. Okay. But we do use mesh. So this mesh is not the kind of mesh that was recalled by the FDA. From China? It's not the call. <laughs> it's not the kind of mesh that's going to erode into other parts of your body. Okay. And it's very well accepted and very well used and it's very like successful in fixing your problem. Because it's not from China. Because it's not from China. <laughs> not like the kung flu. The kung flu? Kung flu virus. Mm. There was the coronaviruses. So if you have a prolapse or a descent of your rectum or bladder or your uterus that is affecting your your health. And so rectoceles are another type of symptoms. Mm. Uh, Donna, can you guess what would happen if your rectum came out of your vagina? I would be in therapy for many years <laughs> and crying quite a bit, but I would get out of having sex every time. Well, except for that part. Oh, <laughs> what's the real answer? <laughs> uh, you would have constipation that happens at the very end of pooping. You'd be like, ah, I can't get it out, can't get it yeah, out. Yeah, because it's in your vagina. And so some people would actually stick their fingers in their vagina and push their stool out. Stop it. And so like, listen, over the years, the things that women put up with, wow, it's a huge number. This is making my booty hole hurt. Yes, and that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> and so and so this idea that you would have this distal rectal urgency of feces is what is kind of pathognomonic or like what we say is, you know, like indicative of a rectocele that is bothering you. Okay. And so in our office, we can do things like put a pessary in, What's which pessary? is a, a large... Uh, plastic ring that we put in the vagina mm-hmm. that pushes the bladder up and the rectum back and helps you get back to normal life. And you might say, well, why don't we do this all the time? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pretty big ring. Mm. And young women don't want that. How big is the ring? It's humongous. It's like six inches oh. like, like in diameter. It's a um, humongous ring. I see. That sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. And you're not going to have sex with that for sure. Oh, that's I see that a lot on our schedule with the older ladies coming yes. in pessary appointments. Pessary placements. So okay. if you if you have a prolapse, we can do a pessary that can make it so that you don't need a more advanced surgery. Mm. But if you're young enough and healthy enough to have an advanced surgery, then we can fix it. Okay. And so it's important for women to know that there are solutions to know that their symptoms are not without some kind of um like real basis. Mm-hmm. And you're yawning. Oh, sorry. Am I boring you? No. <laughs> I'm up to, the people can't see me yawning. Why'd you have to bring it up? It kind, of, it kind of bothers me a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. Like, am I not that exciting? You're so exciting that I exhausted myself from all the excitement. Huh. Well, my wife also fakes excitement. <laughs> but if you're having a problem and you want to be excited by our repairs, excited to do that. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, you can let us know. And we would like to see you. And we treat a number of women's, you know, vaginal and pelvic problems, including pelvic pain, including sexual dysfunction. Mm-hmm. What else do we do in women? Um, we do a lot. And I'm surprised that people forget we treat women because I get asked all the time, do you treat women? 
So yes, we treat women for hormone optimization, for all the good things. And, and incontinence. Back. That's right. Leakage when you cough or sneeze or have urgency. That's right. We have an amazing treatment for urgency and overactive bladder in women who can't take medications. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would love to see you and treat you if you have a problem. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? Um, I'd like to first announce that somebody who's listening to the show said to one of our employees um, that she thought Donna Lee was smarter than I seemed. <laughs> She said hmm. something like, I don't think they give Donnelly enough credit and that she's probably pretty smart. And that made me laugh out loud. And I thought, you know, who knows? Who knows? She's pretty smart. at least. She's cute. <laughs> she's old and cute, that one over there. Um, you, if you want to learn more about your vagina socks, call us at 512-238-0762. You can reach out to us through the website as well, armormenshealth.com. And you can visit us in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, or Dripping Springs, Texas. And listen to our podcast, our award-winning podcast, wherever you listen to your free podcast. The Armor Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.